Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's another episode of BG and the Coach. I am the certified coach, and with me as always is my man, BG. It's episode six, BG. What's happening? Coach, I know that they say it's the doldrums of summer, but there is quite a lot happening, let me tell you. First off, we learned recently in a courtroom just how awful the NFL and the Rams are, actually the Devils. But more importantly than that, we recently found out, maybe maybe even worse than the Devil Rams, are the Los Angeles Angels, who straight up ripped our idea from the headlines. Episode two, what did Coach say? Draft one position over and over and mm-hmm. over until you get it right. Mm-hmm. That's what the Angels do in the MLB draft. Literally drafted a pitcher in every single slot. Can't wait to sue them and get our copyright infringement money back from them. Maybe it's just the whole city of Los Angeles that's corrupt. I'm not sure. Shameless. Absolutely shameless. Also, there's 20 rounds. They took 20 <laughs> pitchers in a row. They took to our fair, idea and somehow put it on steroids. They really one-upped your idea, Coach, because you were like seven rounds, maybe draft a QB every round. I think that could work. And the Angels were, <laughs> hold my beer. I'm going to draft 20 <laughs> pitchers. That's literally, I think, their entire minor league system now is just pitchers. So they have actually, maybe we just tip our hat and say, well done. <laughs> at least tweet at us. Just give us an at and say, hey, loved episode two. Also, separately, we drafted 20 pitchers in a row. I don't know if this is better or worse. Clearly, it's better because we're amazing when it comes to offering sports advice and knowledge. But I think we've mentioned in another earlier podcast how there's a rumor on the street that the Browns drafted Johnny Manziel because the owner heard from a homeless man that that would be a quality (laughs) idea. Do you think someone with the Angels organization was cruising through the number one podcast on Spotify, BG and the coach, took a gander at episode two and said, hmm? I think that coach is on to something. It's either that or some intern at 2 a.m. on a Wednesday <laughs> just like collapsed on his keyboard and his forehead happened to crash down on BG and the coach in the search. And episode two started playing and he just snapped out of a stupor and immediately called the GM and was like, here's what we got to do. BG 20 and rounds, the coach, 20 pitchers. The official podcast for blackout drinking on a Wednesday night. <laughs> and I, we're proud of it. T-shirts are coming. You can purchase it wherever you find your favorite T-shirts. Speaking of t-shirts, BG, I feel like there are bigger topics to be talking about here. There are. There are. Like I said, so much to get to. The baseball all-star game is going on. I know we've got a lot of thoughts on all-star games in general. But before we get to that, and like you said, speaking of t-shirts, I think we need to jump into the age-old debate. How old is too old, coach, to wear a sports jersey? Let me tell you a little story, BG. Here's my take on it. I loved wearing my favorite player's jersey. I would put it on. And can I tell you something? It felt like I was that player when I put that jersey on. (laughs) Like you could have put me in the game. And then something really important happened, BG. You know what that was? I turned 14 years old. (laughs) That's what it was. And then I realized, okay, all right, maybe 14 is a bit of exaggeration. I I think 14 too young. Yeah, that was a bit harsh. But certainly around college age, when you actually start attending the same classes as top division one athletes, you're not going to show up to their class with their jersey on, right? (laughs) So all the more so when you're suddenly 10, 20, 30 years older than these dudes, BG, how is it a thing that a 40-year-old man is wearing a 20-year-old boy's name on the back of his shirt? So I've got a lot of follow-up and a lot of questions I want to pose to you, Coach, that I want to get your thoughts on because I've got some thoughts too. I do. And let me preface this by saying, because I know we've got some diehard jersey wearing fans, especially in Cleveland, Ohio. But let me just let me just say, I understand the desire to wear a jersey like coach. I love 
jerseys and I loved wearing jerseys. I've got a closet full of them that have been collecting dust since like coach I was in college, Glad but to I, I totally get the appeal. And I think coach, you're right. Once you're, once you're the same age, once an athlete could be your peer and certainly once you're older than them, it's just a little weird to be wearing a shirt in honor of another athlete or, or in honor of another human being. What I will say though, is I get wanting to support the team. And maybe you really want to show your passion by wearing the work uniform of the team. I mean, it's really, it's such a, such a bizarre and weird concept. Ah, I love this team and I will wear their uniforms to, to work, including a belt if you're going to a baseball game. But uh, I, here's my questions. One, is a jersey acceptable if there's mm-hmm. no name on the back? Like Great if question. I get just a replica yep. Niners jersey, Cardinals jersey, but there's no name on the back, is that okay? And is it better or worse? And I'm going to say worse if you have a personalized jersey with your own name on the back. Not as a child. As a child, that's baller and you should have all the friends in the world. Yeah. I Let me tell you something. I have climbed the peaks of great mountains in the Himalayas to ponder these very questions for years on end. Let's tackle the first one. First, I got to tell you, when it comes to having no name on it, I actually think that's okay. I think that makes sense because, listen, you're just representing the team. You're rooting for the team, but only on game day and oh. if you're going to a stadium or maybe the privacy of your own living room. Like Those are the parameters <laughs> for that. The second you leave your living room and go to the grocery store with that jersey on, that's when it ceases to be okay in my mind. No, you're that's totally right. And that yeah, we should preface that by saying this is only acceptable. And we're not saying it's acceptable in most situations. <laughs> But it's only acceptable in a very limited situation that you are at the game. Don't even tell me you're doing it tailgating or going to a bar right outside the game. It needs to be at the game. Oh, yeah. To Coach's point, though, if you've got some kind of ritual that you truly believe helps your team win that involves wearing your jersey, keep it at home. But that's also totally acceptable. You want to throw on whatever jersey you want when you're at home? I say go for it there, too. But yeah, Yeah. it goes without saying this is these these rules are only applicable when you're at the game. Oh, yeah. The privacy of your own home, by all means, there are no, really no rules. That's number one. So I would say I'm okay. That's far better. Again, still not ideal. Even a t-shirt of your favorite team, a regular t-shirt, a polo, whatever it is, with a little logo on it, as a grown man, that's much more acceptable. I would encourage our listeners to do that rather than wearing a full-blown jersey. But without the name, sans name, that's at least an improvement. Now, your second question was, what about personalized jerseys? Which, by the way, I think costs the equivalent of a four-year yeah. <laughs> college education. So the yeah, guys who are doing a, this... You're taking on a mortgage, so also <laughs> re-examine your life choices. But, and, and let, me, let me say, I also think if you're going to go a humorous personalized jersey, if, you're, if you are truly making a good joke that involves your jersey... Or you're that adorable couple that has like together since 1942. Go for it. I'm also giving you a big thumbs up. Completely agree. There are exceptions to be made. Um, but I almost feel like we need to bust back out the BG and the coach egregiousness meter for this. Because there really are different levels for this. If we did use that meter, I would actually put personalized jerseys. Not the scenarios you described, but just a regular dude putting John Smith on the back of his jersey. I think that's the most egregious thing. There is something just so incredibly sad and tragic about 
a middle-aged man doing that. A man still gripping on to that flicker of a dream that maybe the coach will look up in the stands after a few injuries and say, my God, is that Johnny Smith? That somewhat overweight, maybe even too overweight to play on our offensive line, 43-year-old man? That's just the guy we need. And this guy who maybe has watched Invincibles for one too many times finally comes down out of the stands and plays in an NFL game. That's the only rationale I could possibly understand for personalizing your name and going out in public with it. Or or if you had it when you were younger and that's your go-to jersey. I will say in your example, I will agree that it's the most egregious, but only because he has for some reason put his full name on the jersey you don't need i get you have a very common last name john smith could be plenty of players but you certainly and also as far as i know each letter is extra money so you are really just flushing it down the toilet that j-o-h-n that's that's your car you just that's better life choices in general johnny smith got a huge bonus at work this year and he did not hesitate to go on nfl.com and order that bad boy uh, i only I he love could have afforded the if he went full name last name <laughs> he figured he would be taken more seriously <laughs> if he just left it at john yeah. uh, i'm sure he was successful i love he's that scenario that uh yeah he's truly professional he didn't go jay smith that might have made even sense <laughs> He went full John Smith on it. But that's what do you think? I think that's got to be there's something so innately tragic about seeing a middle aged man do that. Yeah, I'll agree. I am also going to say and I the only reason I'm saying this is because I'm a violator of some of these rules when it comes to one specific sport. Uh I actually do think (laughs) I I actually do think the the disappointment coach in your in that. uh Oh, (laughs) oh God. Rethinking all of our rethinking any future show together that was <laughs> this might be it this oh, might be our that, was a, that, was, I'll tell you, that was a life awakening uh-oh right there just i've uh... been ripping on guys <laughs> wearing jerseys and you've been oddly quiet so far into this show it's starting to come together now oh if you don't re-examine life when someone drops an uh-oh at you like that you are <laughs> you're missing all the signs let me tell you I'll, my only point coach if i could push back a little bit and i'm not even pushing back for personalized jerseys i'm gonna give sure. I'm going to give a lot of exceptions to this. I do think I will agree with you. Personalized jerseys, especially first names is the most egregious, but I do think that it's almost level by sport, right? Like I think the guy at a football game wearing a personalized Jersey is, is the most tragic. I think basketball, well, basketball might be tied. That's pretty tragic too, because that those are also just ill fitting for the most part. But I do think baseball and hockey, not good but less tragic. Wait, why? Baseball, first of all, let me just say baseball, they button up. That's just a professional look. I mean, that's as if <laughs> that's, you could go to work. That's a modern that. day dress yeah, that's, that's That's a button down <laughs> shirt. That's that's business casual as far as I'm concerned. It's just, and you just want, don't want people to know that uh, it's you if you lost your shirt. And I feel hockey. like you're going to be on like our next week's <laughs> Taken Out of Context segment when you tell us that you were invited to a black tie, strict black tie wedding, clearly stated on the invitation, and you showed up with a Cardinals baseball jersey on. And then you thought they were the ones who were weird for calling you out. As long as I had a black tie with it, I feel like I'm <laughs> in the boundaries of the rule there. We're nothing if not literal here at BG and the Coach. <laughs> you, If you want to tell me I need to, to wear a suit, you should probably put that in the actual invitation. At some point, you got to look in the mirror. That, that's an uh-oh <laughs> to them as far as I'm concerned. And I do want to get back to the egregiousness levels, but to answer the hockey thing, to me, I don't know, a hockey, 
a hockey jersey is almost, I mean, it's a sweater. It's cold at the games. That just seems like a, a functional thing. And again, I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying, I do think even by sport, there are different levels of how tragic it would be. I'm convinced. I see BG's got a closet door behind him. I am convinced <laughs> behind that closet door, just like almost bursting out. Like the hinges are being stretched to the max right now are hundreds of personalized hockey jerseys. I hear the passion <laughs> in your voice and I know what you're hiding behind that door. Oh, they're just functional. If it gets cold out, <laughs> it's a nice sweater to put on. Isn't it? Don't they have like, they have laces at the top on the hockey jerseys. It's a weird outfit. Am I making this up? Like at the very top by the collar. Coach, I, I don't know what kind of hockey you've been playing, but you have been, you, uh-oh, you have been duped, my friend. That is, that is not any hockey that I know of. Right after this show, I'm going to Google Images and taking a look. And I'm tell, help me right now, we're going to re-record this entire show if I find out that what I'm ranting about is actually true. Let, let me ask you this, though. And I feel like we still got to get it to our egregiousness ranking. But oh, let right, me ask right. you this. Because we talked about personalized and we talked about blank. Mm-hmm. What about going with an old school player? I'm talking about a player from the 40s or 50s. That to me almost seems like it's so throwback that it takes you out of the tragic range. Yeah. And I find, I actually think that's what a lot of middle-aged dudes wind up using as a way to circumvent this issue. I It's a little bit more difficult to say that it's egregious. So I think it's still on the meter, but it's lower. I know we're not assigning numbers this time around, but if you have to do it, at least go with a throwback with a guy who's preferably dead at this point. Um, So that that's the other thing is like wearing someone's Jersey. You never know what they're going to go on to do. You don't want that picture (laughs) taken and then have to deal with the repercussions from that. But if they're deceased, you're pretty much safe. If they're an upstanding citizen, there's really no harm that can come in the future. Well, and to your initial point, coach, about it being weird once you're in college and you're the same age as some of these athletes, you also, if it's a throwback one and the guy's dead, you're not going to meet the person on the street right. and have an awkward interaction where he's like, well, that's Good weird point. that you're wearing my uniform on Good your point. on your side. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I know you are you are greatly trying to defend the jersey wearing. I see into well, your soul. Only lace hockey sweaters. <laughs> that's <laughs> the only thing the I want to be okay on. Gotta have those laces <laughs> by the collar. Um, so I'm okay with that. That's lower on the egregious. You know what I think is in between that, wearing a throwback of an old player and at the very top of the meter of using a current, uh, using a personalized jersey, are the guys who buy jerseys of their favorite player and that player then winds up moving on to a different team or dropping out of the league. And then what these guys do, they're persistent, they're stubborn. They go ahead and do something like take some scotch tape and mask it over the old name and just Sharpie in a new one. That to me is right near the top of the meter. Yeah, that one might take over personalized. The only time I've been okay with it is if you, I've seen people use like duct tape to do something funny with the number. Again, if it's, you better make sure it's funny. So you need to ask like 10 different people and not just your best friends to make sure it's funny. If you're doing something humorous with it, I can probably endorse that, but you still only get to do it once. I don't want to see that same picture of you wearing that Jersey. Every time you go out, you do it once to take the funny picture and that's it. So if, if I can start off our rankings, I think best option, just wear a t-shirt supporting Mm -hmm. your team if you do want to wear the jersey we'll say the next level up no name on it 
just a uh, well first of all the best best option as we've said is the lace hockey sweater and you can put whatever <laughs> name you want on the back of that as far as i'm concerned you wear that anywhere you want but we'll say don't wear it wear a blank one wear a throwback one wear one with a current or recently retired player wear a personalized one or wear a duct tape edited one i think there was i think i've hit all of our levels it's tough to know. The levels are a complicated thing here at the BTG and the coach egregiousness meter. It feels like we could have incorporated numbers, but um, some things transcend numbers, BG. It's not all about the numbers here. It's, it's listen, as, as we've seen, it's a complicated endeavor. Differing People have differing views on it. There's no one wrong way or right way other than I think we've agreed that the personalized jersey with a first name maybe tops the cake. Yep, I'm with you. And I look forward to getting a photo of you soon at a game <laughs> wearing a personalized BG jersey for your favorite team. And I will post that right up on our Twitter account <laughs> at BG and the coach ASAP. I will wear it with pride and I am going to order my BG and the coach personalized jersey soon. Love it. I love it. BG, maybe your next opportunity to be wearing such a jersey was actually tonight. Because this is like the, as you said, the doldrums of of the sporting calendar right now, but there is the MLB all-star game going on right now. I got to tell you, I don't really understand all-star games in any sport. And I think a lot of people share that view. It just doesn't seem terribly interesting because it doesn't seem like the players are terribly interested in playing in it. No, I'm with you coach. I think at this point we have universally recognized that all-star games are kind of dumb. I think they probably used to be very popular back in the day. I would imagine before television, when you are before television was so popular, you didn't get a chance to see your, you know, players you had heard of before. But in today's day and age, I think we can all agree they've kind of just become these dumb exhibition games. I will say I do like baseball's idea and basketball and hockey do this, too, of doing it in the middle of the season. I think football's Pro Bowl idea is the worst of the worst of them yeah. all. But I do think we need uh, some BG and the coach ideas to shake up all-star games because what's happening now is just it's i don't think it's capturing anyone's attention no for sure not can i tell you what does capture my attention that gets it exists today but it gets buried in the week-long celebration and hoopla of all-star week this happens in for sure in basketball and football is they have skills competitions but it's very basic skills. It's like, how fast can you dribble a basketball down the court? And how many, like, there's a three-point competition, which is exciting. But it's the same thing in football. It's like, okay, a quarterback throws and can he throw a, a football through a tire type of thing? That's the right direction. But what I'm proposing to revamp the All-Star games and make them actually exciting is it should mimic if you all know the dude perfect videos where it's a bunch of guys who just think up and execute the most insane trick shots they can possibly do. That's what I want to see the best athletes in the world doing. Like I want to see the top quarterbacks in the league stand on a rooftop, launch a football into a trash can on another rooftop, or even better. I want to see a quarterback uh, basically take someone and put an apple on their head and then from 100 yards away, chuck it at them and see if they can knock the apple off all of Varsity Blues. That is something that America would tune in and watch. Not only would America tune in and watch that, Coach, I love this idea, but how relatable would that be? Because I know I'm never going to quarterback an NFL team, but I have certainly been standing around with buddies 
tossing a football around and we ask ourselves, oh, do you think you could hit this? Do you think you could hit that? Do you think you could hit this? We've all been there, but we also know we don't have the athletic ability to ever do most of the things that we are uh, proposing to have done. I would tune in to watch the, the players who are at the peak of their athletic prowess try and do crazy things that you and I would think up on the fly. And I think it's telling that in basketball, more people love the slam dunk contest than they do the actual all-star game. Yeah. In baseball, I would imagine more people love the home run derby than they do the all-star game. We need to move toward the skills, but I totally love your idea. Let's not make it typical skills in the sports. We need to be thinking way outside the box as crazy as crazy as we can get. Okay, well, here's where I'm going to take a reasonably good idea and go way too far with it. I think we should scrap the regular sports. And if we built up (laughs) these skills competitions enough, they would just replace the actual sport. We would cease to have to watch, as BG and the coach have described in previous episodes, the wildly complex rules that are ingrained in today's sports. And let's just keep it simple. You put a beer can on top of your head. I'm going to rocket this football at it. And if I knock it off without hitting you in the face, we all win. You say that there won't be complex rules as if we've never had backyard things like this, (laughs) where eventually it's clearly going to be, okay, but if it hits off Randy's head and then hits the apple, I think that should still count. Randy is in the playing field. And then we'll clearly just have the most unwritten rule set of rules the world's ever seen. I'm living in a fantasy world. I've played horse games that have somehow become more complicated <laughs> with rules than any existing sport. That's oh, a fair you, call out. Oh, horse is a great example. Exactly. Oh, I didn't mean to be standing on one leg. I just happened to be lifting my leg. Nope, he was standing on one leg. You're going to have to do it exactly as he was doing it. There would be, oh, but also horse should probably be a professional sport. That's another idea that we're going to have to examine in a separate podcast, I think. It may be multiple. We might have to do a, a mini series on just building up horse as its own professional sport. But certainly horse should actually just next year already be incorporated into the NBA All-Star Weekend. I would watch a game of horse between the world's best players. Yeah, has that? I feel like that may have happened in the past, but if not, and so help me if next year the NBA institutes this after an intern <laughs> listens to BG and the coach while passing out at 2 a.m. on a Wednesday, if they don't at least send us a tweet, it'd be more than I can bear. Let me tell you, coach, speaking about passing out, on a Wednesday. If you want to listen to something that won't make you pass out on a Wednesday. <laughs> so I was scared for the transition. No matter, no matter how much you've been drinking, do I have the podcast for you? It's this one that you're listening to. Good old dose of BG and the coach. You can find us wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at BG and the coach. Come hit us up. Have a conversation with us. Until then, enjoy another cold scoop of the Bruisers. Oh,